Good afternoon. It's nice to have you that are here in the auditorium. Then all of you that are watching online, welcome to our midweek service. I know you're going to be blessed in the presence of God tonight because you have made the effort to be here. God honors your effort. I'm going to make some announcements. The strawberry fundraiser is underway, and they still need almond bark donations. You can leave yours in this kitchen, the church kitchen. On the 11th, which is this coming Sunday, we will be taking up our annual Tupelo Children's Mansion Valentine Love Offering. Once a year at Valentine's Day, we take up a love offering to send to Tupelo Children's Mansion. And also on that Sunday, your strawberry orders will be due. That Sunday night will also be Youth Sunday night. And then on the 14th, which is the following Wednesday, they will be delivering the strawberries. You can either pick yours up, and they're going to be doing deliveries. On the 22nd is Ladies United Fellowship. Sign up in the four-year. This has been such an amazing meeting every month. Every month we've heard a different speaker, and we've heard some really, really incredible speakers. I think at this one, uh, Sister Kylie's be the special speaker at that one. So those are the things that are coming up right now immediately in uh, February. If you want to stand, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for the privilege of being here in your presence tonight, giving you honor. We want to worship you and magnify your name and lift you up. You are worthy of all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. We are so thankful and honored to be in your presence tonight. Thank you, Lord. You are so good.
Pray for their family, and uh, the funeral will be Saturday. It's a pretty good piece away from here, but want you to know that they really solicit strength and prayers from their church family. I'd like for us to continue to pray for every church, every preacher, and anywhere close to here. Word of the Lord is a sure and a firm foundation no matter where it comes from and where it lands there may be somebody that will attach themselves to it we want to pray for Nelda Doss the Doss the, there's nothing more the doctor can do Sister Singh Hood it's so great to see you we prayed for you and what a, what a thrill to see her. She still has some uh, areas of prayer, so I, I encourage you to continue to pray. Trevor Mitz, Nita Goforth, Sister Lisa Calico's family, Brother and Sister Proctor, and, and I cannot admire them enough, and I thank you for your many prayers that continually strengthen him and then her also. But she really needs a special touch of God. Brother David Bell and Brother R.C. Clark, Tobias Gonzalez, and we want to continue to pray for those on the overhead. And we want to believe God for a new level of courage worldwide. Our missionaries face things and people that have limited local government to help survive them. They need the angels that are prayed into position through our assembly. If you have a need in your body, please feel free to come to the front that's not just a routine. The anointing oil is a special event. And so tonight, let's call on the Lord and ask Him to minister through the angels and through the Word, healing. Father, we stand in faith tonight. We believe in the God of yesterday. We believe in the God of tomorrow, but we believe that you are here now for the same thing you did years ago and yesterday that you are going to do today and tomorrow. We praise you for
even the whispered voice of faith. It doesn't have to be loud. It just has to be of faith. And so tonight we come to his house with faith. Faith that whatever. It doesn't take but one good seed to create a giant oak. Sometimes we get to thinking we've got to have this multiplicity thing to get multiple answers. He knows your condition. And as long as we trust in him,
try to figure it out. I can't figure this out. I can't figure that out. I don't know why this. I Look up. Your Redeemer's looking down. Cast all of your cares on him because he knows how to handle cares. So tonight we're going to take a Zoom. You know, when strong storms happen, typically the president flies over and looks at it so he can stamp approvals of monies and men and settings for a future. So it's called a flyover. And so hopefully the next few minutes we'll do a flyover and then we'll land. Uh, did that come up? Okay. Uh, I, I hate not being more powerful in the area, but they work so hard to help and so on. Appreciate the people in the upper room. The ultimate life is life in Jesus Christ. Zephaniah, the third chapter and 14th, said, Sing, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel, be glad. It's sort of interesting how he terminal. Uh, 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 what should I say, uh, puts that out there, uh, be glad. Well, you know, sometimes it's not that easy to do that. But he said, do it. There is a reason the angels respond to his obedience, to our obedience to him. And so when they look at us and we're rejoicing with all the heart, O daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord hath taken away thy judgments. I, when I was studying that and looking at that coming toward tonight, I thought, man, oh man, oh man, people try to judge us. Don't listen unless you know that God has sent them there to help you. Hell would like to judge you and condemn you. Heaven would like to judge you and elevate you. There's not one thing that God asks of us that doesn't have the privilege and the power to access more of that world that you couldn't even begin to enumerate that large world where he holds the whole universe and we worried about him holding us together in that day it shall be said to Jerusalem fear thou not and to the church Zion let not thine hands be slack the Lord Thy God in the midst of thee is pitiful. What? Mighty. What's he going to do with his might? He will save. And that's why I'm trying to help us to be prepared to help people. Because the generic term saved is if you say this, you're saved into heaven. That's not what that says. The word saves us, but that is premised on the idea that we're going to obey the word and it's going to save us from the immediacy or the immediate of what truth you did produce in faith in your life. The more truths we produce by faith in our life, the further we get from the carnal concepts of life. That's why they were weird. That's why we're weird. It's not the way we dress. It's the way we think. We don't think like the world. We don't act like the world because we think different. 
when you're being drawn away of temptation to be like the world, you're going backward. Jesus defied the description of life according to even religion. They hated him. He loved them. That's why his bride loves the lost, loves religious darkness. We love the people that are caught up in whatever. We don't despise them and make fun of them. Jesus died for us. While we were yet criminals, we use the term sinners because that's the way the book writes it, but we were criminals. We tried to make life work without him. And he owns everything that's here. So we're thieving his stuff if we don't praise him for it. And that's all he asked. Praise him for the very breath. Praise him for his wisdom. Praise him for his reach. Praise him for his concern. Praise him. There's all kind of reasons for us to shout, dance, and praise him with a loud voice and praise him with the clapping of our hands. I'm just... I'm just amazed that people that get so much from him and then get ticked off at him because he puts them in the level of be ye patient for in due season you shall reap if you don't faint. Could we pray for our families one more time right now in the middle of this message in faith. God, we know that you hear our prayer. We know that you're sending angels to minister to them that are heirs of salvation. And that is to us. And then that is to go from there to those needy people that are hurting and don't know how to get healed. In the name of Jesus, in the middle of this message, I pray that faith. As we move on, know this. God cannot and will not lie. He said, I have called you out of the world so I can bless you with all spiritual blessings. I am watching people across the world that go to different assemblages and, and they call themselves Christians and they're worried every day they get up. They're afraid they're not going to get to live another day. That's why it's so imperative to read that word, study, the Bible says study the word. And Meditate on the word because in the word is the very spirit that creates future. People have a choice of how they serve God. And it's so very important that they serve him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you are made in his image. I wish you'd turn towards your neighbor and say, you look like God. Now you know how ugly he looked. <laughs> you look like God. That's what he said. You're created in his image. In his image created he them, male and female. So don't call us men ugly because we are pitiful. Ladies and gentlemen, it ought to be the most exciting thing in the world to go to the house of God. We do not make decisions by feelings. Well, this is what I feel. That's how I feel about the situation. It's not about feelings. It's about you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. It's the devil's business to repeat what happened in the Garden of Eden. It wasn't a big deal. They just ate the wrong stuff. 
and we're told not to do it. And the Bible tells us, fear not. Hello? This is good preaching. I don't, I don't know, uh, you know, what the world is wanting. That I, I think I do know, but, I mean, it's, it's sad that they have reached that place. If, it, if the pulpit don't agree with them, then they, that preacher's not that great. If the preacher don't get you out of the worry, the fear, and all the inhibitions that are going, he's not doing a good job. It's not about an eloquent way of saying it, and it's not an eloquent way of him dressing and having all kind of cool stuff. I'm telling you, Jesus didn't have much of anything as far as this world's good. But he had everything right there and right there. He could walk on water with that, which was right. He could help cleanse the sick when it's all right. We are going to see more healings in this upcoming year if we will tolerate that God that created that picture up there and created the people that created that. He owns everything. He is able to do anything. And as we praise him more, he said, I will join with you because he inhabits the praise of his people. Not the worries, not the fears, not the inhibitions, not the weak moments. He praises you and blesses you as you bless him. So according to our praise, so goes the river of life. And according to our worship, goes the worship back to us. Because you can't give and him not give back to you more than you gave to him. You give your hands, you give your feet, you give your mind, you give your heart. You give your life. You give your family. You put them all in his hands. And guess what? The angels of God are going to be moving around through that universe out there. And the glories of God are going to come out to our world and our lands and our hearts and our monies and all of the other. It's time for the church people that name the name of Christ to rejoice with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength like never before. Get up in the morning praising his name. Go to, through the day praise in his name go through the night praise in his name wake up in the morning knowing I am in Christ Jesus a new creation all things are being made new today this is a new day this is the day that the Lord hath made I will rejoice and be glad I'm not going to wait on all the promises and all the things coming in I'm just going to praise him because he saved me out of sin he saved me out of my misery he saved me out of my past and now he's saving me into the kingdom and the glories of the kingdom and the powers and the authorities of the kingdom does anybody want to stand and give him praise lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting God we're going to praise you every day we're going to praise you in the morning we're going to praise you in the evening we're going to praise you for whatever we are your people. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I sense a glorious victory for the rest of this week. I sense a glorious revelation for several people that are in this house. You're going to be revealed to as to why you had to go through the hell last month. You're going to have a revelation of why you've been going through discouragement so long. I'm here to tell you there's a revival of all of that coming right now. That book of Joel is absolutely replete in the last days. I will pour out my spirit just because he promised that he's going to do it. So look what he says. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Behold, at that time, I will undo all that afflict thee, and I will save her that halteth, and gather her that was driven out, 
and I will get them praise and fame. I wish some man with a stentorian voice would say, I will get them praise and fame. One more time, that sounds great. I will get them praise and fame. How's he going to do that? He, he can't not bless you and get that praise. He cannot not be with you and get that praise. So he said, I am going to undo all that afflict thee. And I will save her that halteth. And that that's the word halteth there is, is, is a little bit insinuating waiting upon the Lord. Hold it. Halt. Just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't go backward. Don't try to force it yourself. Just be still and know that he senses why you're waiting on him. At that time, I will bring you again, even in the time that I gather you, for I will make Look at somebody and tell them, make you a name. And then what? Where? Let, let me tell you something. Among all the people, God is fixing to do, according to your faith, what he's been wanting to do. And right tonight, he is elevating your faith because he loves you with an everlasting love. And he careth for you. He died for you. He became shame for you. He became weak for you. He became strong for you. He became resurrection for you. That puts us in a position to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of this whole show, and I will live and move and praise him as long as I can get the spirit to keep working in my life. I'm telling you, I'm going to preach Jesus to you. I'm going to preach Jesus to everybody I can, and I'm going to try to live somewhat like Jesus. He took time when he didn't think he had time. When he was already busy, they came to him. And we are going to do some of that same stuff. Remember, you are not being challenged. You are challenging hell. And the devil don't want you to have it. You're challenging what the devil thought he had control of and we're not going to limit ourselves because he is trying to freak us out on some level and say, I'm going to make it so miserable. You're not going to go to church. You're not going to study the word. You're not going to dance for Jesus. You're not going to dance and, and just because he is God. And so he would do anything he could to try, try to stop us. But I'm telling you, we're challenging hell tonight. We are not just challenging weariness or fatigue in our bodies. We are challenging the spirit of doubt and fear and wondering if it's ever going to break through, if it's really going to happen. I'm telling you the resurrection happened. I'm telling you that Jesus got to this earth. It really happened. I'm telling you that the church rose up in the Acts the second chapter. It really happened. And it happened in the eighth chapter. And it happened in the tenth chapter. And it happened in the nineteenth chapter. It's going to happen now. And I'm telling you, it was a more sure word a prophecy back then just like it is now and we got room to be dancing and pushing hell back and doubts and fears out of our brain and mind and saying I don't care how long it takes he promised it I'm going to be there to get it and I'm not going to wait 
forever with the devil pounding on my head. I'm going to push him off by the sword of the Lord and the spirit of truth. Born again is not joining a local group. What does the book say? He is the head of the church. The church is simply the body. The head didn't change places. I said the head didn't change places. He's still the head of the body. And whatever signal he sends down that the body don't receive, the body can't be healed to the degree of what the head's trying to send down. It's a lot of preaching right there. See, your head authorizes your hand to slap somebody. Now, of course, he knows that was brotherly love. Otherwise, his head would be saying, hit him back. <laughs> Don't you love this couple? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad God sent them here. I, I, every now and then I see that, you know what I'm about to say, that bus hit their little van sitting down there in the parking lot and all they're doing is trying to go to church. Ladies and gentlemen, this ought to be the most exciting place we go because this is where he takes the high places and pulls them low and takes the low places and pulls them high and takes the crooked places out of our brain and gives us a straight and the narrow. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and we get all those crooks and turns out of our life, and we begin to walk in the straight and the narrow. And when you walk in the straight and the narrow, you get where you want to go real quick. It's a whole lot faster than having to take about four orbits around the city. <laughs> I just don't know why, why, why. I just don't understand. I just I can't get it. We'll get him. Grab him. He is the source. He is the wisdom. He is the knowledge. He is the spiritual virtue. He is the winner. He is going to make you a winner. He is going to give you power to tread on what you thought was going to kill you. I'm here to tell you, if you die early, that's not a problem. If you die hanging on to him, you just get there quicker because the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain. I don't know how you want to do it, but I'd just soon to him do what he thinks is best. Let us move through some wisdoms of the one which created all things for his glory. How long have I been? It's 7.39 now. What time y'all got to have milk? Because you can't go to sleep without milk. Every baby will tell you that. Listen to the echo of his voice. In my father's house are many mansions. How many of you believe Jesus could have probably lied when he said that? Somebody say it was impossible for him to lie. He was God, and it was impossible for him to lie. It's no problem for us, but it was for him. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Look at somebody and say, you. He's counting on you getting there, and he don't want to give your spot to anybody else. If I go, I can't believe that I believe he went if I can't believe he's got a place for me. He said, I will come again. 
and receive you. See, years ago, it would have been easy for you to get to thinking that it, you got too far away. You're never too far away. You could have got to feeling. That's why we don't go by feelings. We go by truth. We don't go by how we feel. I feel miserable a lot of days. But when I look up, I know my Redeemer liveth. And I had some bad days yesterdays, and he got me out of that. So now why worry? He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. That's not rhetoric. That is honest headship from the head himself. Well, I guess it's time to go home. Oh, no, there we go. Whether I go, you know. What do you know? The grave was empty. You know that Easter tells it every year. That grave didn't hold him. That's huge that he could meritoriously function that into the system and every sinner, every atheist, and everybody else celebrates an empty tomb. It's amazing. And then people say, I just can't. Christmas and Easter are two of the greatest occasions. So Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said, hey, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the source or the Father but by me. That's why we follow that word. Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld the glory of the God. Every time I open that book, I am beholding him himself. He is looking down in Cuba right now. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting Father. Memorize Isaiah 9 and 6, 9 and 7. Let that rhetoric flow through your head and heart. I know in whom I have believed. I can see the parade that he created from all the way back yonder under here and he's still leading that parade and I want to walk with him I want to talk with him I want to live with him I want him to live in my world my life my head my heart my hands my feet I'm telling you right now there is a victory cloud over this assembly right now and it's going to rain 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 there is an anointing that you people that are here tonight you have prayed you have sought the face of God. I know who's here tonight. There are multiples of people that have never let the devil deter them from anything. I am here tonight to shout with you. I'm here tonight to dance with you. I'm here tonight to preach with you. I'm here tonight because we are going to stay in here until that revival moves like it did in the days of Pentecost start. You know, as I began to put this together, you could not believe how many pictures the world has shown of his heaven. That's supposedly, that door right up there is the entrance to the holy city. They believe in it. They put the pictures online. It's amazing the pictures that I saw as I stumbled through that. But the big thing is this infant that had no earthly father born. And that little picture of the crib and Jesus' birth and then the exodus in which, and he said, I am the door. I am the way. I am the truth. He is the door. 
That's why he put that there. He wanted to open the door from hell because death is called Sheol or hell. And that is what he said. I want to go to hell for you. And I want you to know I am going to open a door to heaven. And then he ascended on high and led captivity captive. And then he said, I'm going to give you my spirit. And you're going to be able to walk in the faith. And you're going to be able to work out your own faith with a fear and trembling. And you're going to be sensitive to everybody around you because you didn't get there on your own. There was a God that's watching us and he is looking for us, his bride, to continue birthing and giving and loving and caressing and caring the pitiful and the pathetic. That's why I can shout because I pastor some of the greatest people in the world that are loving the idea. I am in Christ Jesus, a new creation. I am in Christ Jesus, a creator myself. I create the day. I create the joy because it's a well inside me. I don't have to go dig a new well. I've got the well. He is the well of living water. He lives in my soul. He lives in my mind. When I am faced with feelings of defeat and animosities and lies and cheatings and all of the other junk going on, I look up and say, my Redeemer, I watched you. I paraded through your book and I know where I'm going. I know what my tomorrow's gonna be like. I'm gonna be an overcomer. The grave can't hold me. Sickness can't do it to tear me. I am in you and you are in me and we got this thing together. In my father's house, sir, I wish you'd just sort of look at somebody and say, you one of the many. You're one of the many. In my father's house are many mansions. He said, I've already got it cataloged. Those that are in Christ Jesus have gonna get a new mansion. It means something to get baptized in the name of Jesus. It means something to be born again and talk in a heavenly language. It means something to separate yourself from the world and identify with the Christ of Nazareth. I'm here to tell you, he said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I know this, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. Wish you'd look at your neighbor and point your finger at him. He's looking forward to you staying in the faith. He's looking forward to you keeping the faith. He's looking forward to you to loving the neighbor and loving the lost. Woo. And you know the way. Me is what he wants you to put in there. He said, I am the way. So I gave you 33 and a half years of me parading life in the flesh so you could know the way. Yes, they're going to mistreat you. Yes, they're going to try to deny that you are of God. Yes, they are going to try to make you look like them to fit in with their crowd. Yes, they're going to try to do that. But he said, come unto me and I will make you. I will put you in my process is what that really says. I will make you. I'm not going to do it in a moment. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And it's going to be over time. Some of you he's been working on for 50 or 60 years. Wish you'd tell him, don't give up now. Some of us are getting a little aged. Don't give up now. I'm going to keep the faith. Faith without works is dead. I don't want a dead faith. I don't want to be hauling around something from yesterday and saying I got faith. No, 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 no. Faith without works is dead. I like that smile. You got good taste. Both of y'all do. I don't know how many more of those kids y'all going to bring here, but fill them up. 
folks, we are brothers and sisters. If you're hurting, I'm hurting. If you're joy, I'm joy. It's not about oh so and so or oh so and so or oh so and so. No, no, no. My sister, you make up the hedge. Oh, for a minute, that was real. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Mike, you set that thing out. I'm a man, old man. It's ought to be the most exciting thing we do because of what we know. Because we do this knowing that this evening is going to turn into joy and peace and power. This evening is going to turn into the riches of his glory. This evening is going to turn into a further path that will lead us beside still waters and restore our soul and be able to whip bears and lions. Wow. Of course, <laughs> that's sort of... Fairy tales, you know, I mean, nobody believes in that nowadays except the blood. Blood hadn't changed its power. As long as we're living in the name of Jesus, the blood's working. As long as we're walking in faith with Jesus, the blood's working. As long as we're praising the name of Jesus, the blood's working. And the life of the flesh is where? In the blood. So it only makes sense that the life of the Spirit is in the blood. Got four more pages, but I'm not, I don't think I can handle it. Let's sing. Hey, did you get enough that if I quit now, it's okay? I'm scared to death you'd say that. We're brothers and sisters, folks. Just because I'm up here on a platform don't mean I think I'm any greater. Matter of fact, most of the time, I don't think I'm as good as most of y'all. But when I preach him, I know that all of us may be blessed. That's why I preach Jesus. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life. I want Jesus in our life. Did I say we are brothers and sisters? Let's act like it. Every day we live. We got some brothers and sisters that are not able to be here tonight. They're still our brothers and sisters. I'm not falling out with Roger because I don't see him but once or twice a year. And I'm not going to fall out with Sharon, Galen, Vondelay, Cindy just because I don't get to see them all the time. I'm not going to fall out with anybody. I'm just going to pray in case some of them's hurting and that they need a voice. Could we stand and just give him some praise from our heart as they sing? Well, there's a, there's a real glory cloud over this place tonight. Just go ahead and let your soul rejoice in him as they sing. Praise opens up the river. Praise pushes the gates open. Praise invites angels to minister to them that are heirs of salvation. Yeah. 